Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Thursday, baby. Good morning, and the Aaron Rodgers saga continues. Of course, it feels like it's going to continue throughout the NFL offseason, and we'll see where it ends up when the season does begin. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, Alan Hahn in for Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline and 888-729-3776 for you to join the conversation. So it's it's now become a thing where Aaron Rodgers' phone is blowing up, hmm. as everybody is is apparently that has ever played with him is texting him trying to get information and and relaying that information, including a Hall of Fame quarterback in Brett Favre. You just heard that on the uh, on the intro there in the show. But uh, beside that, there's this question, and I I was so curious, guys, to just see what is the reaction in Green Bay. Like that's what I really want to know because you no know, nationally it's a different kind of story. But just locally, you know, the bloggers, the, the diehard fans, the, the ones that, you know, are, are the, provide any type of content they can as fans. They're the ones that you can really feel like they have the pulse of the fan base. And it still feels like Aaron Rodgers is not getting the vitriol at all about wanting out. Basically turning his back kind of on the franchise, on the fan base that loves him. He wants out of there. He's trying to protect the the message by saying it's nothing to do with the fans. He loves the fans. All that stuff comes out. But I just found it interesting that there doesn't seem to be any negative reaction towards him. And, you know, as we've said, and Jay, you've said this a couple of times, you, you either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. But I don't know if he's ever going to be a villain in Green Bay, even you if don't? he forces his way out of there. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think a lot is still to be determined as it relates to Aaron Rodgers. I think at the beginning of this whole thing, I'm I'm still very player-centric. I'm always on the side of the player for the most part. 99% Key and I have those experiences. Um, But I think as more information comes out, I start to ask myself the question, you know, look, they offered him. It may have taken them a while to get there. A huge contract, right? Probably bigger than Patrick Mahomes or somewhere close. That's the report, yeah. That's the report. They've given him – I mean, how many we, – we always said, hey, give them, more, give them more assets, give them more weapons offensively. They were in the NFC Championship game multiple times. I mean, there was a third down play that we can go back to where punch it in there, Aaron Rodgers. I know lack of communication on fourth down, and, you know, I get all that. But, like, what else do you need them to do? And I understand the trust is lost there, but there is a certain element. Like, this is what relationships – these things occur miscommunication occurs. At least they're showing guilt and saying, hey, we messed up. We're trying to find a way to fix it. I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to, to see and feel what fans feel as it relates to Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's, it's going to be tough. It's only been a week. It feels like it's been a damn year. Yeah, it already it's, does. It's, it does. It's been a week. It from already a, does. What does he have to do? A, a week from a public standpoint. <laughs> yeah, right? right. I mean, it's only been a week. Right. And the more – the. The longer it festers, the louder it gets. The closer we get to the season and it's not resolved, then that's when you start to hear people, players, fans. That's when you start to hear the who does he think he is, da-da-da-da. You start to hear more of that. Every now and then you might get one or two 19, 20 dudes running their mouth that's old and just mad about whatever in the world. But I'm talking about his peer group of individuals around the league because at that point, 
they've had time to now compare other people's situations that were similar to Aaron Rodgers that the noise was loud about. Um, you, you look at where Aaron Rodgers is in his career. Yes, right now he's not getting any blowback because he's in Green Bay. The fans are still holding out hope that he's going to be underneath the center on opening day in September. That may or may not be the case. The closer they get to realization that that's probably not the case, the louder you're going to start to hear the Green Bay fans not like him or whatever the case is. And if he really wants out, he's going to have to, you know. Get dirty. Not necessarily get dirty, just really tell them, Leo, this is, I don't care. I want out. I want out. I want out. And, and he may have told but he's them saying that it already. through other people, right? Other well, people that, are presenting that in the media. He's not doing it because once he says it, that's, I think, when everybody turns on him. It just feels like there's a little bit of this, um, and I know he's trying to, you know, do a right public perception to a degree, but it feels like there's a little bit of this passive-aggressive oh, yeah. strategy here where it's like, I'm going to look like I, I'm not angry, but inside – I'm really, really pissed well, off. What, what, mm-hmm. Why is it passive aggressive? Because he hasn't said anything public. Yeah. Yes. You don't. You don't. I don't need to. He's say hosting anything. Jeopardy. But I don't need to say anything. I can keep a poker face on. I don't have to tell you what's going on right now. The the, the, the season doesn't start till September. We've got a long ways to go. For all I know, uh, the general manager but, may decide to quit. But, but Keith, the, the, may just decide to say, I'm out. I don't want to yeah, deal with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. So now well, I done sword. already now but, I done already said I don't want to be here. <laughs> and for all we know, you know, he may but, quit. Yo, we're masters at communication and masters at the way the media works. You know the longer you don't say stuff is the longer all this stuff continues to fester. You know every single – what are we going to do every well, here's what damn happens. day, Alan? Right. We're, We're going to talk, talk about, about Aaron Rodgers and every small thing. The Kentucky Derby. Oh, where's his Where's his fiance live? She lives in Colorado. Are you putting together – we're going to map this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this – Out west. Out – whatever you want to <laughs> call it. It's not west. Is it west? I don't know. It's, it's, I'm confused. But, but what, what's going to happen is what's happening now is everybody that played with him or everybody that knows him is texting him. And that includes Brett Favre. Yes. Right? Oh, and Brett Favre now Brett, is becoming sort of the mouthpiece in, in a certain way. Y'all about and to get the be, realness on this show. This will be Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So here's Brett Favre in ESPN, Wisconsin, talking about he, – he it said he did text with Aaron Rodgers, and this is not based on what Rodgers told him, but this is what Brett Favre thinks he's going to do. I think I know Aaron – fairly well and honestly i just don't see him coming back and just saying all right let's bury the hatchet whatever that for whatever caused the rift i'm just gonna come back and play because i love love the guys i love the green bay fans i assume that he, he does his rift isn't with the fans nor the players it's with the the front office you know so Will he just swallow his pride and come in? Maybe. But I don't see that happening. I, I, if there's not a trade, my gut tells me that he, he'd rather sit out than play. My gut tells me he'd rather sit out than play. He also said that he was jokingly texting him about him. Are you going to come down here, meaning New Orleans, and play for the Saints? And he said that Favre told him not likely. 
uh, to happen. That's Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Brett Favre is one. There are others who have said they've texted with him, and you're pretty much getting the same answer. Can, can I <sighs> – I, I said a couple of days in the show, I was like, oh, I wonder how Brett Favre's going to, you know, articulate this whole experience. Because I, I knew how he articulated the Deshaun Watson experience before all these allegations came out. Oh, you mean when he said uh... – I think you play, you get paid a ton of money to do a certain yeah. job and do it and let the chips fall where they may. I think we make way too much money to voice an opinion, but I'm saying I'm not saying he's wrong. Again, I think it's a different day and a time, and it will be interesting to see how the organization handles it. Yo, I'm going to tell you, like, a, a, as, a, as a black man, like, hearing the way people articulate black athletes sometimes and their experiences as opposed to to the white athletes and experience. And I'm not the person that goes to race all the time. And I know people have fatigue about this type of conversation. It's not the same luxury, man. It's not the same luxury. It's like, why is Deshaun Watson holding this team hostage? Why is he doing all these different things to the Houston Texans? He doesn't want to be part of the team. Get rid of him. And Aaron Rodgers is like, well, what did the organization do? Man, this organization had to mess up. What went down? It's just not, it's not the same luxury, Key. It, it, <clears throat> it's not, but what I would say is Favre is an ex-teammate of Aaron Rodgers with a somewhat of a relationship. He doesn't have any relationship with Deshaun Watson. So, so it's easy to speculate on somebody you don't have a relationship with. To be fair, he did walk back those comments It's easier admitting it's, he didn't know all the details. It's easier to attack somebody that you don't have a relationship with, a teammate with, that you may not run into – 13 weeks out of 17 weeks. It's just an easier avenue to go after somebody from a distance opposed to Aaron Rodgers that's up close. In your backyard. In your backyard. But to your point, the noise level on an Aaron Rodgers is somewhat subdued, where the noise level on a Deshaun Watson was in heightened prior to the allegations mm-hmm. and all the other mm-hmm. things that has gone on off the field with him. It was in height. Let's be honest. I am a player that has played in the National Football League. And based on my personality and this persona that's out there about me, I've been through that where X player was a same sort of situation, but got the benefit of the doubt. Me, it was always a problem, always a problem, always, always, no matter what it was. And I understand, I get it. I, I totally get it. I understand it 100%. That is the world that we've always lived in. There's nothing different about it, nothing. It's going to always be that way, J. Will. It's just going to always be that way. Mm-hmm. LeBron James gets criticized for whatever he does. But then player X, eh, well, you know. We'll give him a pass. We'll give him a pass. You know, it's just like. I know we got to go to break, but the Julian Edelman situation, and I'll bring it up because it's in the public. He's in Beverly Hills jumping on top of cars. Had that been OBJ? Oh, we might can you imagine? Be, we might still be having that conversation Well, the Julian Edelman situation kind of just went away, kind of quietly just somehow disintegrated. Not the same margin of error. <laughs> it's just not, and we should know that. 
We should know I that. Know, that's just part we of know, it. Well, we do know that. It just doesn't make it right. But it's <laughs> That's just, why we're breaking it down. Well, and that's why I asked that question again about Aaron Rodgers and whether or not he will live long enough to be the villain there because how else is he getting out of there? Something interesting that Adam Schefter said that we'll play for you coming up. Who will be, though, the villain in Green Bay? That's what we're asking. At Key, J, and Z on Twitter. Also, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. More to discuss on this topic and a lot more. Kimberly Martin going to join us later on the hour as well. No, you said it wrong. Kimberly A. Martin. It's Kimberly A. Martin. There you go. Yeah, I have known her for a long time, so I usually just call her Kmart, but... If you guys want to mess with me right it's now. Kenya Martin. It's it, it's <laughs> Kmart. Kenya Martin. This is what we're going to do after the Knicks get blown out in Denver. Thanks, guys. KJZ, oh, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. <laughs> Listen, it is going to take a miracle for Aaron Rodgers to play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. I love Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me wrong. When it's time to go, it's, it's time to go. You can't let one sour apple spoil the rest of that because he doesn't want to be there. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. ESPN Radio. So, And that's the question, really. You're hearing it there. It's the different reactions to it. It's... The villain, you hear the Jerry Krause reference that the guys actually brought up yesterday as well. It was a great reference to it. 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. I really do want to get the feel from Green Bay on this because it's always the, the heart of the fan base that you need to hear at times like this when a superstar that level of, of Aaron Rodgers basically just, I want out. I want out of here. Now, something happened last night at the Brewers game uh, that I found interesting. Again, as I was just trying to see what, what are people – feeling about this and uh somebody tweeted last night that Aaron Rodgers has a commercial that runs at the stadium mm-hmm. for the Brewers um for an I guess an auto dealership and it was between innings and there was booze in the crowd <laughs> right so there, there's that going on uh right now and again it's it's how are people going to react to this you said it's still fresh right yeah. it's still new but the longer this goes on, especially how the it's going to impact it your season, 
yeah. the, the louder the negativity you think towards him is going to get. Jay, you said he's going to have to get dirty. It's going to have to get messy for him to to get get what he wants, right? To get out of there because you know Brian Gutekunst is saying we're not doing anything. Right, Mark Murphy. We're well, the not. Team, we're not the, we the, team, the team has said multiple times, like, "Hey, we're committed yeah, to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we're not stupid. We this guy's the best here. quarterback in the league. Why would we do this?" So he's going to have to do more, and that's exactly do what more like what? <laughs> what is it that he has to do? Well, he's going to have again be a little more public, be a little more negative, whatever it is. Force. Well, he's got to force his way out. I've already told you. I don't just sitting be back. I already told you. I've right. already said to you, I don't want to be here. I don't need to. Go public. Is that what I've he already, said to the organization? Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's being said. That, that's, 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 I don't want to assume. That's what I'm no, asking. I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying, based on sources or whatever the case is, he's already said, "I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be here." So he doesn't need to take out an ad in the Milwaukee <laughs> Journal. I don't want to. Be. Everybody already knows. I, it's out there. He doesn't want to be there. Eventually, he's going to do the sit-down interview I, I with somebody. If he's he's actually, going to. Jules, I just wonder if he said that to Mark I don't, Murphy. I don't know to if To Brian Gunnick. It's like, hey, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Because if, that, if you said it directly to them, whenever that time comes, you're like, hey, look, I told the organization what I want, what it is. Yeah. He hasn't done that yet. So you sending texts about your GM being like Jerry Krause and that being a rumor that kind of gets out there. Right. People are talking about that or people are talking about how you dislike. That's not you actually saying it. That's just you having frustrated conversations Jay, how you phrase with it. people. Passive aggressive. Yeah, but Jay, you've been in this business long enough at both as a player and an analyst. Don't get duped. You know better. Oh, no, I hear you, Key. All right, well, but at the end of the day, Key, you tell me what you feel. You don't allow but other people to tell me what you feel. But I'm sure those three flights – that they've been on separately, he's communicated that to them, and they're still trying to figure out, holy this, how can we salvage this relationship? I'm sure he's, to some degree, we don't know that, whether though. it's him keeping them in the lobby of the hotel that he was at, sitting, not letting them into the house, mm-hmm. making them wait while he drive over to their hotel. He's done something to indicate to them he does not, Want to be there. He's yeah. done something. So we're asking on Twitter who will be the villain in Green Bay. So far, 60% say Brian Gutekunst. All right, 39.9% say Aaron Rodgers. Frank Dawn, 2325, says on Twitter, I live in Wisconsin and the Packers fans here are done with Rodgers. Wow. Wow. Uh, Gus says it's quite obviously should be Rodgers. We have Al in Wisconsin calling right now. Al, who's the villain right now through this story as it's really still unfolding? Let me tell you how I really feel, okay? Okay. This this is a story here. Aaron Rodgers knows if he didn't want to be with the Packers, not only did he know it, he knew how long ago that he didn't want to be there. He let the draft situation come up. Aaron Rodgers is not slighted because somebody disrespected him. Look, you are a three-time MVP. You are a champion. You're a Super Bowl champion. You know what you're about. The whole league knows what you're about. And if you got slight and felt uh, somebody disrespected you because they drafted love, then you forgot this is a business. It's about business, it's about money, and it's about championships. So Aaron Rodgers knows he doesn't have an owner base. If this was Keon, if this was, uh, you know, Jay, Jay going to talk to to, to Shisesky, Key going to talk to his man. If it, if it was the owner at Kraft, you're going to go to him. If it's uh, Aikman or, or, you know, somebody in, yeah. in Dallas, mm-hmm. they're going to talk to Jerry Jones. 
that relationship is not there in Green Bay, and Aaron already knew it. He could have just came forth, told him he didn't want to be there for whatever the real legitimate reasons is, and he didn't want to seem like a goat and devastate the fans. So now he wants to dance around and have 10 people try to figure out what's Aaron all upset about. Well, Aaron just made a decision that he wants to leave, and he's trying to figure out how to do it. He should step up to the plate. Don't text Farb. Don't uh, text your other friends. Don't throw all these innuendos out. Be a man, just like we're talking to you three guys. That's why I love it. Y'all keep it real. Aaron needs to keep it real. Do like Stafford did. Go to your ownership. If I want to leave, let me leave like a champion. Do like like J.J. Watt did. Step up to the plate. This dipping, dabbing, hook, nabbing, you know, all this old slippery slope and everybody playing guess and pop quiz. It's ridiculous. So, yes, Aaron's the one who's going to fall on the sword. Mm-hmm. And I'm disappointed in the fact that he chose to go out like this because he's supposed to be better than that. He's a very intelligent man. This is not someone that does not communicate. He does it very well. So we should stop playing guessing games, and somebody ought to call him on the carpet and say, step up like a man and just say you don't want to be there, and go ahead and let us get rid of you, trade you, get something for you. Well, That's the real deal. I'm with, I Thank think you, people Al. will respect him more at the end of the day if he told people what he wanted. I don't think he's going to lose a lack of respect at all. I just don't. I mean, I, I don't, because one thing he can do that they can't do, as of right now, he can play football. I yeah, and, and I just, yeah. I just think yeah, that's the bottom, bottom line is though is what what Al said is is true. There's no yeah. owner yeah. that you can go I to in this situation, that. which is what makes it so difficult. We'll get much more from you on Aaron Rodgers. That'll be coming up after Jay has this from Indeed. Need to hire people fast? Indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hiring tools like Instant Match. Just sponsor a job, and Indeed will send you a list of resumes from Indeed's database on the spot. They also have 135 skills tests for things like computer proficiency or customer service talent so you can find the right candidates faster. Did you know 10 hires are made every minute on Indeed? Just goes to show you that when you need people for work, Indeed works. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed.com slash credit. What can the Packers do to change his mind and convince him to stay? Probably is too late. When you're in a situation and you want a certain level of respect and they're not giving it back to you, you feel a certain way. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. And yes, Keyshawn watching highlights of Aaron (laughs) Rodgers saying, please. Whispers over to me. You know how good I would have been if I had him? You know how good I would have been? Did he just drop it in the bucket for you like that? Man, it was like handoffs. Watching him throw is a thing of beauty. I just... 
I mean, I you know, I don't know. I played with like seventeen different quarterbacks or something like that. But one of them could have been Brett Favre. If if I would have had, why didn't you just go to Green Bay when you were free? Because I'm not a Green. You could have had Brett Favre throwing it. No, no when the Jets, not when trying the Jets, to be in that cold when weather. the Jets, it was selective. When the Jets were trading me, mm-hmm. Green Bay was one of the teams. Yeah, and I, I don't remember exactly what pick they had or whatever. And when Bill was like, "Oh, you know, my friend Ron Wolf over there," Green is that how Bay, Bill sounds? You know, that's how he's. <laughs> I said no. This is what I said. I said, no, I'll stay at home. I'll eat fried chicken. I'll get to 300 pounds. I'll come in, and I'll get my accredited season, and then you'll move me. I'm not going to Green Bay. I don't care if Johnny Unitas, Brett Favre, Roger Starback, Joe Montana, and Aaron Rodgers all mixed in one was the quarterback of the Packers. I'm not going to Green Bay. So you could have played with one. So you say, I wish I could have had a quarterback like that, but you didn't no, have a chance like, to have a quarterback like that. Like that in those other places oh, I was playing. In a place preferably sunny and warm. I just it, I, Green Bay's just not for me. Green Bay's for some. It's just not for me. And clearly, well, apparently it's not for Aaron Rodgers. Clearly either. not for Aaron Rodgers. I'm and, a West Coast dude, and I don't like the snow. And as we talked about, and so is he. Although he's been playing in the snow when he's had to in uh, and he's in going Lambeau. to Denver with his girlfriend, but, with snow. and it might be snowing in Denver too, of course. But still, like as we've talked about, he hasn't gone public with anything, he hasn't said anything public. In fact, the only public thing was when he told NBC that he was disappointed uh, that the idea that he does not want to play for the Packers came out right before the draft. But Adam Schefter said, as we've been all trying to figure out, what does Aaron Rodgers got to do to force his way out of there? Here's what Schefter said on his podcast: I think it's a situation where at some point in time. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to be willing to get some mud on him. And I think the mud will wash off in the shower over time. Look at how Green Bay feels about Brett Favre now, and he played for the Minnesota Vikings. But this is not going to be a pretty process to go through if Aaron Rodgers ultimately is going to get what he wants, which is not to play again in Green Bay. Either he's going to have to be forceful with the organization, demand a trade, tell them he's not coming in, be open to the idea of telling them he'll retire, maybe make a public statement, whatever it may be. But he can't get what he wants, I don't think, by acting passive-aggressive here and letting the Green Bay Packers come off as the bad guy. And that's what he's definitely trying to do. Great stuff there from Schefter because, as we were saying, is that what he's got? Does, does, does he eventually, is he eventually going to have to come out and say it? Or is it enough that behind the scenes he told Murphy, he told Gutekunst, I want out. Eventually, he will come out and say, you know, I, don't, I just don't want to be in Green Bay anymore. When that time is, we don't know. They've got a runway to do that, though. There's a runway. June 1st. That's a runway. Really they good. still, you, what, mm-hmm. are, what are they, three well, weeks away, basically? Well, yeah, but it's, that's, that's right around the corner. And they don't have to do it on June 1st. It just, June 1st is the date that it, everything starts. That's right. That's it, because of the, the, the cap hit. It, right? it, it just seems like Aaron Rodgers is very conscientious of his public persona. Like, he obviously cherishes that. So, the question is, how long can Aaron Rodgers stomach all these other attributes that will continue to be festered and, and brought to reality, right, as we put together the pieces of this puzzle, how long can he stomach That's that? That's the great point, Jay. It's that the longer we have this unknown, well, it's the known unknown, the more it starts to turn. That's why I asked that question to a lot of Packers fans, Packers Nation. That's why I want to hear from you because he is so revered and so beloved by those fans, as he should be as an MVP, as a great player, as a Super Bowl champion, that this type of thing, does it make you feel like he's he's turning his back on you, that he's leaving your franchise? Yes, he might not be happy there, 
but he's still playing for you as the fans there. I want to take this call from Mike in New Mexico, a very interesting take from Mike. What's up, Mike? Morning, gentlemen. Morning, Morning, Mike. Great show. Hey, Aaron Rodgers quit third and goal in the NFC Championship game. He could have ran it in. He could have went forward on fourth down. He calls the plays. He he already had it in his mind he was leaving Green Bay. That's a very hot I take. I, I don't know about the play. That is a very downs. hot take. But do we remember? We remember. Yeah, but I'm not going to say quit. What I would say is whatever he saw, it didn't look right to him. So he decided to do something different with the football. That's all I'm going to say. Because having been on the field, things look different to you when you're out on the field. It's easy to so you're saying if he watched the, if he, when he watched the film after he's did he say oh I I had that. Uh, absolutely he sat there and said to himself whatever those words are a hundred percent one hundred percent he said to himself damn but we all <laughs> you know you did that. Huh? Yeah. damn damn well it, it wasn't just damn <laughs> it was yeah, probably a lot more than a whole bunch of, because you're looking at it and when you know you're running and it's color and speed and things are going all over the place. And to him, it probably looked like this much room. Mm-hmm. To us on television, yeah. it looked like he can walk in. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Trust me. It's a di- did it's he know, way just, different. Did he know that they were kicking? Did he know he wasn't going to have a fourth down? I don't because know. to me, that might have also I registered. I don't think that he knew. Because the field goal was the one where we're like, what? I don't think what? that he knew. I, don't think, I honestly don't think he knew until it actually happened. Okay. Where he was like. We're not gonna go. Okay. Whatever. Do you do you remember yeah. do you remember the video of him sitting on the bench as they were pulling out the field goal unit, the kick? Like I think that encompasses how Aaron Rodgers handles when he's angry, which is really interesting. Like internalizes. It, it, oh my goodness. Like when Key gets pissed go, off. Go, 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 just go, go. You're gonna see it all over Key's face. No, you're when, not. We, we yeah, just showed I know the play you. on ESPN too, by the way. And then, when yeah. Aaron Rodgers is sitting on that bench and you see it, it's like you just see this internal conversation occurring. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Like you Ooh, could tell he's. Yeah. Li- oh, I was about yeah. to go. Was I was about, about to, to go in. Right. But I didn't do it. But it's like that's how he internalizes everything, and that's what we're seeing here. Let's I take, mean, it's, it, oh. yeah, it's. Yeah. Again, I'm not gonna say he quit on his team. I'm not gonna no. say he quit on his team either. No, I, I understand. I understand that, but I, I want to take another take on this. Is Kelly now in Illinois? Kelly. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. First of all, I love you guys. I never miss you. And Key, I lost my girl 30 years ago. And keep your faith, baby. We all praying for you. Thank you. Okay. That being said, I'm a 58 year old Green Bay Packer fan, born and raised in Wisconsin. And what I think is going on is the front office got their hand stuck in a cookie jar, and now they're like, oh, crap, he might actually leave. <laughs> what did they think? There was no communication. There was no, hey, Aaron, what do you think about us? You know, we, we drafted a quarterback last year. That's, to me, that was a slap in the face. I'm on the other side saying the front office could have, should have, and we as fans who – quite frankly, pay their salaries, should have had somewhat of a, why the hell are you doing a quarterback in the first round without getting any kind of backup? We needed receivers. We needed a front off. We needed front line. We needed some help for Aaron. And you get a quarterback? Come on. That's yeah, my take. Yeah, that's a great take, Kelly, because there's no one there to hold the front office accountable because there's no individual owner. We've been saying that a lot, Keith. But, But I get – 
sick to my stomach when I hear people complain about the first round draft choice of Jordan Love or any quarterback for that matter behind Aaron Rodgers. Because if you look at it, he did not need receivers. I said this way back when, when they first took Jordan Love, when people draft process, oh, they need a receiver. They don't need receivers. They just didn't. And on top of that, which receiver in the first round that came out that year was going to legitimately help Aaron Rodgers? None. None. Not a one. So when I look at it, I also look at, do you even realize who the damn backups were at that time when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, when he hurt his shoulder? Yeah, I couldn't even name the backup. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Brett Hundley, have you ever seen yeah, him play? Oh, yes, yes. Have you yes. seen him play? Yes, uh, yes. That do I you do remember recall. what that looked like no, it was, in it was, Green Bay? It was not pretty. Or yes. the other kid that went to Notre Dame that got drafted, Deshaun Kaiser. Do you remember what that looked like? <laughs> yes, I do remember Deshaun <laughs> so Kaiser as well. So I'm not defending the pick <laughs> to a degree I am based on those sort of things, but I also understand why they would go, we need to get a quarterback. In <laughs> Somebody here. serviceable. Somebody better than that. But and I get it. But I hear what Kelly was saying about the lack of communication. It was you gotta also talk to him. Though. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, and, you gotta and, talk to him. And it's just not that situation. Like I remember uh, when they let go of the wide receivers at Jake Camaro. They let go of Camaro, and that was literally the day after that. Aaron Rodgers praised him to the media, like praised well, to the media about how talented he was and about mm-hmm. how much he enjoyed playing with him. And all of a sudden. Boom, bye-bye. He's like, wait wait a second. Why are we not on the same page? Well, here's the the, – okay, so it's a communication. Clearly, it's a communication breakdown in Green Bay for a number of reasons. I could go all the way back to Jordy Nelson. They released Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson goes out to the Raiders. His career pretty much done. Mm -hmm. So, clearly, they saw a decline in Jordy Nelson. As a front office, I would say check mark to them. They got that right but they didn't communicate it to Aaron Rodgers that we're getting ready to get rid of Jordy Nelson. Had they done that, then maybe Aaron Rodgers looks at it and he goes, okay, well, they just did it. Now all of a sudden he looks up and he goes, you just got rid of my top dude that I rock with. Yeah. But they did it. But did they, you know, and they I, got I think it for, right. For him, was it, did they talk, you know, again, maybe he's no, at no that level where he feels like, I didn't even know I was blindsided, that kind of thing. Always, I need to know about my you guys. You should always communicate with the quarterback who's a star about the skill position players yes. in the offensive line. I don't tell me nothing about – don't have my quarterback tell me about the defense. I don't want to – But there no. is this old guard that happens in the, in, in the NFL where some of these guys are way more conservative in nature. It's like, why well, I don't – you work for me. No, but it's not, it's not – I hear what Jay, you're saying. Yeah, it's just communication. I, I hear it's you. All it is is we're thinking about moving on from Jay. We really like this kid who – is coming out of North Dakota, who we feel got a little more giddy up. We want you to take a look at him. I think we're going to do that. That's the type of conversations that you have to have. I remember, and, and I remember when Mike Williams, I remember when Mike Williams from USC was coming out, and Bill Parcells pulled me in his office when we were in uh, Dallas together. And he goes, "Key, what do you think?" I'm like, and I broke it all the way down for him. I said, "Man, we got." We good. What you going? Yeah. Like, what you, you know, he's like, yeah, that's what I think. 
It's just communication. He just wanted to get your take. Yeah, that's and, and that's uh, clearly that's the biggest issue there. Just just to point out too, when the Packers got Jordan Love at twenty six, they moved up to get him. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had just gone twenty five. Justin Jefferson went twenty two. Jalen Rieger went twenty one. There were no wide receivers left. That's what I just said. In the said. first, everything it was defense after Jordan Love. All defense, I, that's linebackers. That's all uh, I'm saying. Who's going to help? Isaiah Wilson also. The, the tackle was taken uh, by Tennessee. But a point for Green Bay. Clyde edwards helaire was taken thirty two. So that's really all, all, all that was when it comes to that draft. But, of course, it's revisionist history. Let's bring in our good friend Kimberly A. Martin as the guys what make up, sure. What up, Cousin Kim? Kmart, they don't know how long I've known <laughs> you. And they're trying to correct me on how to say your name properly. It's been a minute. Yes. So can you update us now what you're hearing from around the league? Because I know everybody that covers the league now is trying to get as much information about the Aaron Rodgers situation. So what do you know? So the GMs and front office guys I've spoken to don't think he's going to be traded only because they look at it from the business standpoint of, hey, Green Bay just needs to resolve this. And if he doesn't show up, try to get back some money and roll with Jordan Love. That's the business side of it. And I think a lot of GMs are sort of like, okay, they've said they're not going to trade him until that changes, until Green Bay answers the phone and says, okay, what do you got? Then I think we see some movement. But right now, there's still, you know, one exec told me, the, the worst thing the, the Packers could do right now is, is rush to do something. You don't have to do anything. Right now, outside, media might be talking, fans might be upset, but really, Green Bay can just sit back. You can take, take a minute, pause, and say, how do we really want this to play out? What can we live with? But in conversations I've had, you know, one guy said to me, one personal guy said to me, I would not want to have this on my docket. Like, the, mm-hmm. this is almost like trading Michael Jordan. This would be, if you got rid of him, this would be like giving up on Mike, getting rid of Mike after a championship or after an MVP. Who wants that on their sheet? And I got to be honest, I don't know many people that would want that. Kim, how likely though? We're hearing from all sorts of people. You don't have to do it now. You can wait to do it. All the Mm -hmm. gossip, all that. But how likely though, at the end of the day, he's not in Green Bay? I think this becomes a question of what is Aaron Rodgers willing to do? If you say you're not happy and I will never play for you again, then I don't expect to see you in Green Bay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this a Russell Wilson thing of I'm not happy. Here are some five teams that I'd rather play for. This list didn't come for me. But it, and meanwhile, you're telling other free agent guys or guys like, oh, I'm good. Oh, congrats. Like, go Hawks. You know, that's a t- like if you're going to go that way, that's a different thing. I think Aaron Rodgers, like the idea to me that Aaron Rodgers can't hold a grudge or, like, wouldn't dig his feet in and say, no, nah, I'm good, I'm not playing. Like, this man, it, <laughs> he remembers everything, every single slight. That's There's that alpha dog mentality that him and Brady, those guys that remember the slights. So I think for him it's a matter of if you say you're not coming back, then make sure you don't come back and make it, put it on ownership, put it on the GM to say, all right, this guy's not coming back and maybe we could get something for him. But that is the idea that we've been thinking about Aaron Rodgers not being in Green Bay is wild to me. So, Kimberly, like who deserves more blame here? You know how we love to do this as part of the media, right? Yeah. Is, is that the we GM? Love to well, we love blame. to do this. Is that the GM yeah. or is that Aaron Rodgers? 
as an employee, I'm going to say ownership. No, um, <laughs> honestly, it's the Packers because it is the Packers because you have one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the position ever. It's not just, oh, we got a good guy, like a decent guy, like he's, he's all right. You have one of the best to ever do it. And all you simply had to do was say, look, you went through it. You know we've got to keep an eye on the present and the future. We like this kid. We're thinking of moving up. We think these teams might want him, try to get him. We're going to sit, let him marinate, let him cook a little bit. And while you do your thing, if you have that conversation – then that's a totally then then Aaron feels different. He's a different dude. Like if you're a quarterback, if you're one of the best, you you've got to be treated differently. Like once you start acting like, hey, you should be happy to be here, that's when you start losing good people in any industry. So you've got to treat these guys and you gotta swallow your pride a little bit and say, hey Aaron, we don't want to rock the boat, but this is what we're thinking. Because they could have saved themselves a lot of headache. Kimberly, let's continue to play germ spreaders, right? Let's be messy. What happens if he decides that it's over with in Green Bay? How will his career be viewed in Green Bay if he's out? That's a great question because, again, I talked about alpha dog mentality. Legacy is very important for guys like Brady, for guys like Rodgers. I think if – I think it was mentioned earlier, you know, time heals all wounds – so uh, he will be beloved, I think more beloved than Favre in, in Green Bay, as long as this doesn't go too sideways. Um, but, you know, guys, guys move on. Guys change teams, and then a few years go by, and then the fans that they used to play in front of love him again. I think if Aaron is able to escape Green Bay, I believe he is going to have one of the best QB seasons ever. Like Tom Brady-esque, like go somewhere, win it all. Like if he just came off MVP season with Jordan Love sitting on the bench, who knows what he's about to do. Wow. I love Can't that we use the word escape. It. Escape like he's in prison, but it, it feels that way. <laughs> well, for him, I'm a writer. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. I know, I know. <laughs> I see you. I see you. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, take care. She was on the uh, the Goodyear hotline, by the way. So it's th- this is only just beginning as a story in the NFL. It, it does feel like, as you said earlier, Key, it's only been a week, but it feels like it's been a lot longer. Do you think they'll burn Aaron Rodgers' jersey? Like they did LeBron? Jeez. Like they did LeBron James' well, LeBron, jersey? Remember, LeBron I'm just curious. These are the kind of things that happen. The first time around. Huh. Much more on Aaron Rodgers, why he's so upset, and what teams actually did do for their quarterbacks what the Aaron, what Aaron wants to do. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.